everyone and welcome to another episode of busy making other plans i'm actually recording this episode right before going to my boxing class and i gotta say i don't have a lot of energy i really don't but i'm uh, going anyway because that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to be consistent and you never regret when you go you only regret it when you don't so that's where I'm at. Honestly, I'm seeing a lot of good results from my consistency. You know, really happy with the way my body's looking right now. Hot girl summer is coming. I really feel like I'm, I'm ready. Honestly, I just, I can't wait to get vaccinated. Guys, let me tell you. So my parents are getting the vaccine this Friday and they're already scheduled. Everything's great. And like I've been trying to get on that list because Ajax is a hot spot and I haven't changed my address since I've moved. Um, so it still says I'm an Ajax resident on my driver's license. And um, it's really hard. I don't know. I remember there was like this 18 and up option like the first day the vaccine was available to Ajax residents and it's not there anymore. I really regret not signing up then and there because guys, I am ready to be vaxxed and waxed and ready for a good time. I said that to my friend this weekend and it was quite funny. <laughs> uh, so I just had to tell you guys that again. Um, and yeah, I just, I can't wait. And if you're one of those people who doesn't want to get vaccinated because you want the freedom to make your own choices with health and don't understand why a perfectly healthy person needs to get vaccinated, okay, um, what about people who work at restaurants? They're encouraged to wash their hands, but no one's going to pressure them to, so they can handle your food and not wash their hands, right? Right? They have the freedom to not do that, and that's not a health risk at all. Or how about if they cough on your food, that's no problem because they say they are a perfectly healthy human being. So we're just going to take their word for it. It's no problem if they do. You won't get sick because they said they're healthy. Like, do you understand how dumb that sounds? I totally saw an article on that on Instagram. I don't take credit for that illustration, but I just wanted to let everyone else know. So um, yeah, I encourage you guys to get vaccinated. All right, so let's move on to today's episode. <sighs> this is an episode that is very near and dear to my heart. It is a very defining feature of myself. It's something that I'm really passionate about, something I used to hate as a child and have learned to love and appreciate, and that is my curly hair. The reason I wanted to talk about this today is because people with curly hair have this history of not loving their hair and being around people who don't understand how to work with their hair and honestly just having your hair be called ugly growing up because most people, at least most people in North America, I can't speak for the rest of the world, have straight hair and it's really hard as a child to grow up hating your hair because it's harder to manage than your friends with the straight hair, right? Because most people, especially children, don't know how to properly style their hair unless their parents know. And honestly, parents don't always know best. And so you have this shame or this feeling like you're not good enough because you think your hair is ugly. And so you're forced to straighten it or 
do perms and relaxers or anything. You're just, you change your hair to fit what society sees as pretty. And when you have curly hair, you learn that at a really early age. And this has been something that I struggled with as a kid. And it wasn't until university that I really learned to appreciate my curls and learned how to do them. Because honestly, it comes down to educating yourself on how to do hair and then also educating others. Because, you know, I wouldn't be where I am in my hair journey if it wasn't for my friends who really pushed me to love my hair and and taught me the basics of how to style it. So I would you know, still be straightening it if it wasn't for them. So I kind of just want to get into my childhood and, you know, what it was like growing up with curly hair. And the first thing I'll say is my mother has really thick hair and my father has really curly hair. And so I just got, you know, the best of both worlds or worst of both worlds, depending on what age Ashley you're talking to. Um, So that's why my hair is the way it is. And my mother had told me that when she was pregnant, she was praying that I'd have curly hair. And I remember as a child, I would get so angry at that. I'd be like, why did you pray for that? Now I have curly hair and it's ugly. (laughs) Clearly, I learned at an early age that the power of prayer really works. So my mother didn't actually know how to style curly hair. And why would she? Like, no one in her family had curly hair. She didn't have curly hair. And um, because of this, like, my hair was always natural. And I would just either put it in a ponytail, put it in a braid. I was actually very good at braiding my hair. I still am to this day. And I think it's because I didn't know what to do with my hair when I was a kid. But What really frustrated me was that when I'd go to a hairdresser, they didn't know how to style curly hair either. Like I was, this is my beef now. And it wasn't a beef I had until recently. It's that most hair salons don't know how to manage and how to style and how to cut curly hair. You have to go to a curly hair salon to get a proper curly haircut. And I don't know why it's not taught in beauty school or why, you know, it's not emphasized in the curriculum. I think, you know, there is some systemic um, issues there. So, you know, that that I'm realizing now at 24. But it was really frustrating growing up because I would go to a hair salon and they would be like, oh, you have such beautiful hair. You just need to know how to style it. And then they would just put some mousse in my hair while it was wet and be like, see, now it's beautiful. And I know my hair. So I would tell them, no, like, you know, when it fully dries, it's going to be puffy and frizzy again. And they'd be like, no, it'll be beautiful. And long behold, an hour later out of the salon, it's still puffy and frizzy. And I told them because straight hair, all you really do need is mousse if you have like some waves and they come out. But you can't do that with curly hair. Thick curly hair, it needs more product. And my hair was dry. Like curly hair is more dry. So like it needs the moisture and the mousse just wasn't giving it to me. Especially what were they using? Like I think it was like Aussie or Tresemme, like terrible for your hair, terrible. Anyways, So that just made me feel worse. Like I felt like my hair was worse because hairdressers didn't know how to do it either. So, you know, as I got into high school, I actually decided to dye my hair blonde. Also, like not a great idea. Definitely not (laughs) the best years when it comes to hair care. I did not take care of it. It would turn bronzy. And 
when you dye your hair, when you have naturally curly hair, like you are damaging it. You need to be able to protect it. You need to have more protein in your hair products because dyeing it, bleaching it, I was bleaching it really, it really damages and dries out the hair. So that was something that I also didn't know till later and I did not do anything about that. All I did was dye it. I would go to bed, wake up, wash my hair like two or three times a week, never put any product into it, maybe some mousse. It was awful. It looked like a lion's mane. And I I just didn't know how to do my hair. And no one really told me until, you know, eventually my two best friends were like, that's it, Ashley. Like, we need to show you how to do your hair. And they told me how to wear my hair curly you know, two separate occasions, they did my hair. I remember Anya was, uh, you know, brushing and detangling my hair in her bathtub, adding some of her product, which was very valuable, okay? Like hair, curly hair products are not cheap. And she was showing me how to do my hair. And then Alyssa, I remember she wanted to do my hair for a YouTube video. And so she also did my hair and we went to the beauty supply shop and bought hair products. And she showed me the plopping technique and we were scrunching my hair up to the, to my scalp and, you know, diffusing it. It was great. Honestly, it was from that moment because I was older that I decided to take better care of my hair and felt like I had an understanding of what I was supposed to do. And it seemed simple enough. It was only like a three-step process at the time. So I continued to do that. But it took so long for me to get there. So at this point, it was about third year university when I just learned how to properly do my hair and commit to using the bright products. And it was always the same routine. Like Alyssa showed me how to do it. And I just stuck with it. Um, so it was fine. Like my curls look significantly better than what they were before. And I guess I experimented a little with other products, but I think for the most part, I was just, you know, I learned how to do my hair. I was just going to stick with it. I didn't focus on educating myself further. Like I used um, products that were way too heavy for my hair at the time, but at least the curl had definition. I didn't diffuse my hair. I would let it air dry. And so it didn't have as much volume. I actually didn't even protect my hair at night. And we'll get into that later. But like that is so bad for your hair. That is so bad. And it decreases the amount of time you have your hair, your curls looking fresh. Um, so, so, you know, it took me some time to like learn those things and educate myself through YouTube and Instagram. And it was my final year of university that I had like my best hair year that, that far. Like obviously now it's much better, but you know, in university, my final year was like my best hair year, but like I was still lazy and making mistakes. Like, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything with my hair at bedtime. Now I know I should be wearing a bonnet or pineappling, which is just wrapping a silk scarf around your hair with like your hair at the very top of your head. And, and it's just so that, you know, if there's any friction at night while you're rolling around the, the top of your head, the curls aren't getting ruined. It's the bottom and, and no one sees the bottom. I wasn't refreshing my curls in the morning. Again, I wasn't using products that were the right texture like they were that were I was using products that maybe were too thick and I learned later that I can get like a thinner product and it'll make my curls look bouncier so there was just like little things today I'm like super passionate about curly hair products and constantly learning how to do my hair 
<laughs> I think it's really funny. So my it was one a year in university. Um, I was applying to this recruitment event at Accenture. They were having a recruitment event and you had to submit a video application as well as like, I don't know, like a questionnaire. So it was fairly extensive for a recruitment event. Anyways, so they asked you to name one topic or talk about one topic that you were really, really passionate about. And I was talking to some of my friends and they were saying things like, um, I don't know, like AI, video games, um, I don't know, really smart things that you think recruiters want to listen to. And I chose curly hair products. And I literally submitted a video talking about why I love curly hair products and curly hair techniques. And I, oh my gosh, I <laughs> I was so myself in that video. And I remember telling my manager at the time who used to work at Accenture about my video application. And he was like, they will either love it or throw it out. Like it could go both ways because it really just depends on who's watching the video. And um, they loved it. So that was great. And like I got excited. I went to the recruitment event and was signing in. And when she saw my name, the person at the front desk, she was like, oh my God, you were the one with the curly hair video. I love that video so much. And I remember just like blushing and feeling so happy because I'm like, wow, I was memorable. Wow, that was great. Anyways, so like that actually did get me into like Super Day. Anyways, yeah, that got me into the Super Day. Did not get me the job. That was totally my own fault. Well, I, was it really? If you know, anyone wants to know that story, talk to me about it. <laughs> but anyways, the point is that I really like curly hair products. I expressed that in my video. I think I tell a lot of people about it. And it's something that people always ask me about because they've seen my curly transformation throughout university, even this past year. And that's why I'm making this episode is because a lot of people have been asking me, oh my God, I sound like an influencer. So, so many people have been asking me about my hair routine. No, but seriously, people have been asking uh, how I do my curls. And I just wanted to talk about, you know, what I do and what I do isn't going to be exactly what you should do. And I'll talk about some things that can help you decide what products you should be using. But I thought this would be a really good opportunity to share my journey and how I've learned to love my hair. And also just talk about the problems people with curly hair run into. Like, you know, one of my best friends, she's a model and she would tell me about how people on set would not know how to work with her hair and just make her feel bad or feel like she's being difficult when she wouldn't let them do something to the hair, to her hair that she knows will damage or destroy it. And look, you got to listen to your clients when they know their hair better than you do. So if someone's telling you don't do it, it's not because they're being difficult, especially someone with curly hair. It's probably because they know that what you're going to do is not healthy. And it really, it made me upset because there should be more people on set who know how to deal with curly hair, who know how to deal with black girl hair because it's so beautiful, but you have to know how to style it. And I just, I it makes me upset that people don't learn that in beauty school because then you have this whole generation of women with curly hair who just don't feel beautiful or feel like their hair is a burden. And so I just, I wanted to draw attention to that. And I don't know, maybe if you're listening, you are a hairstylist and this will be really helpful for you. If you are just a girl who also has curly hair and has been struggling, like this will be very helpful for you. So, you know, I'm going to talk about how I do my hair 
and some tips I have. But uh, just keep in mind what I do to my hair may not work for your hair. And that's why I'm going to like give some tips. But, you know, just make sure you're always reading labels. Make sure you're always educating yourself with, you know, curly hairstylists. One girl on YouTube who I love is Mains by Mel. She's helped me so much. So just just always be educating yourself because curly hair is fucking beautiful. Guys, curly hair is like my most defining feature and every single guy I've dated has told me that they loved my hair and that was part of what attracted them to me. So I mean, come on, like we are blessed. Like let's just enhance that curl, that beauty. We, we can do it. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you how to. All right. So you should know that there are different curl types. There is a chart. If you look up different, you just look up curl types and a, and a chart will show up with a number slash letter system. And it'll also show pictures most likely. And you can look at where your hair stands on the chart. So for me, I'm a 2C, 3A type of girl. That's the type of curl pattern that I have. And this is really important because it's going to help dictate the type of treatment um, and styling that you're going to do. So that's my curl pattern. My wash day routine. So I start off with, you know, getting in the shower, wetting my hair. I have low porosity, which really means that my hair cuticles are just so compact that it's hard to open and infuse moisture into them. So like it takes a really long time for my hair to get wet. But the good news is, like, once the moisture's in there, it's there. So, you know, I, I like to look at it in a positive way. You can find out, like, what the porosity is of your hair by just taking a piece of hair and make sure there's no product in it and then just putting it in a room temperature glass of water. If it stays at the floating at the top, like, it is low porosity. If it sinks to the bottom, it's high porosity. It just, like, absorbs all of the moisture. But the moisture doesn't stay long enough for it to nourish and moisturize your hair. So like that is also problematic. So like, you know, if your hair is in the middle, <laughs> that's a good sign. Um, yeah, it, it, the more you know about your hair, guys. Anyway, so, you know, I go in the shower, get it wet. Uh, I start to shampoo my hair. So I, I, I should start by saying like, I wash my hair once a week. I use the Shea Moisture Coconut and Hibiscus Curl and Shine Shampoo. It has silk protein in it. And that's really important because if you didn't know, I dye my hair. And so protein is really good for fortifying my curls. The shampoo is a really good way for me to get my protein. Uh, I try not to use too much protein in my hair, though. Just like it's good to include it. I, I think one or two products for my type of hair is important. It's good enough that I has protein in my system, um, but I definitely need more moisture. I do have a low porosity hair type, um, so I do need to get moisture into my hair. It's much harder to do that. Um, yeah, honestly, I would say my hair has a good amount of protein. Like my curls have good structure. There's shape to them. Like if your hair starts to feel limp and weak, it, it may be a sign that you need more protein. So um, just do a, an assessment of your hair. So what you're going to do is you're going to wet a strand of hair, stretch it, and if the curl bounces back and doesn't break, you've got a good protein balance. However, if it falls limp or breaks, you may need some protein. If you don't put your hair through heat or chemical damage, like chances are that you won't need that much protein. Um, you know, but like I said, it's good to have it in at least one or two items in your in your hair care. 
So like you're probably wondering how do you find protein in your products? Um, you can look for buzzwords. So, you know, some buzzwords are protein, <laughs> amino acids, hydrolyzed, keratin, collagen. Those are all ways of saying there's protein in, in your product. And so like going back to how I shampoo my hair, I use a silicone is it silicone or silicone? What? I'll say silicone. I use a silicone scalp scrub to shampoo my hair. It is life-changing. Um, I found this at the beauty supply warehouse. And um, all I do is just like put shampoo into my scalp. And then I just take this silicone scrub and I just scrub all over my scalp. It just makes my scalp feel so, so clean. You guys, it's great. It's it's really life-changing. I only shampoo the roots and then like when I wash out my shampoo, like it'll get like the rest of my hair, but like I just I don't want to strip my hair of any good oils or or moisture. So anyways, moving back, moving to my next item in my hair care routine. Um I do a deep conditioner. So after I've shampooed my hair, um I will use my deep conditioner which is the Shea Moisture Jamaican Black Castor Oil Strengthen and Restore Treatment. Um this also has some protein in it, but like I use it for the moisture. Like it's got castor oil, shea butter, um all really good stuff in there. Like I said, I need the moisture. Give me all of the moisture. And um, it really helps keep your hair lush and shiny. If you haven't used a deep conditioner, you really should. Like, it completely changes your hair. Truthfully, like, my curls do still have frizz. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of finding new products, uh, a new deep conditioner. Um, so, like, this product has been good, but I probably want something that does more. So, you know, I'm thinking of getting, like, the Olaplex number three or Curlsmith, uh, double cream, d- double cream deep quencher. Like, I hear great things about both of those items. So, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to explore those products. But yeah, no, I like the castor oil treatment. I don't have anything negative to say. I think just my hair personally needs a bit more moisture. Um, you know, it's got the protein it needs, but there needs to be more moisture just to balance it out. So yeah, it's important to consider your own hair, guys. I had a coworker ask me for my hair routine and I explained it all to her. And, you know, after I was done explaining, she told me like, oh no, like this will absolutely not work for my hair. And she was telling me how her hair is, you know, kind of wavy and really thin and like the castor oil deep conditioning would just be too much for her hair. I was just like, uh, why did you ask for my hair routine? Like it would not, it would not have worked for you at all, girl. I gave her like a 13 step, uh, document. So anyways, I leave it in for like 20 to 30 minutes. I wash it out and then I continue on to conditioning my hair. So right now I'm using OGX coconut curls conditioner. Okay. So like the story on this one is just, it was on sale at shoppers, but I did quickly look it up and it was ranked the best drugstore conditioner for curly hairs and for curly hair in 2021 by Birdie. So it wasn't a bad choice. Um, you know, it hydrates with coconut oil and honey. Honestly, I have no complaints. I don't think it does anything extra to my hair, but it does make it feel soft and there's good slip in the shower and it just, it smells divine. Again, I'm thinking of using Curlsmith products or Olaplex. Um, so I will probably change that too, but for right now it's fine. Curly hair ain't cheap, guys. You know, I gotta, I gotta save where I can. Okay, so now I am getting out of the shower. My hair is soaking wet and I will put in my kinky curly not today leave-in conditioner. 
Honestly, I love this. Literally the best thing ever. Like it's light. It smells great. Um, it has a lot of moisturizing properties. It's just, it's really great for detangling. Like that is what it's meant for. And so I just section my hair off while it's wet, run the product through each section. I take my Denman brush. I think it's like seven rows. You should really get it. It's a great brush. And I just, I brush upward and outward. Like after I've spread the product everywhere, just make sure that when I'm brushing, it just, it gets on every hair strand. And the reason I brush upward and outward is just to give my hair some volume. And then I move on to my curl defining cream. And, um, you know, this helps with just like creating a structure in my curl. So I take my curl defining cream, which is the um, Moroccan oil curl defining cream, and just run it through my hair while I'm upside down, side to side. Um, I'm shaking out the curl just to make sure it, uh, it gets a good curl pattern. Um, it just adds definition and, and hold to my hair. And then... Um, yeah, I will say that my hair is thick and, and that's why I don't just stop with the curl defining cream. Um, that's why I go into using a gel. So, you know, after that's done, the eco gel comes out. And um, my girl Alyssa got me on this when I was 19 and I've always used it. It does not leave your hair feeling crunchy, which is why I love it. So I'll take some gel in my hair and I will just scrunch it in, um, you know, getting all areas. I'll be upside down and scrunching into my scalp. Then I'll do it side to side, just making sure I get it everywhere. And uh, then I'm done, you know, putting products in my hair while it's wet and I move on to diffusing. And the reason I diffuse is because I like my hair to have volume. Oh, snap. I got to leave for boxing. I will be right back. And I'm back. Oh, I'm so happy I went. Um, you know, you never regret it when you go. I think I just said that before I left. Anyways, where was I? Diffusing. Okay, right. So um, I use it for volume and also like... When you're blow drying, you don't want to have direct heat in one section. So a diffuser disperses the heat so that there's not direct heat um, in one area because that makes curls really dry in one area faster than the other area. Um, and so then your curl pattern starts to misalign, not to mention like you're going to get heat damage. So that's why diffusers are really, really helpful for curly hair. And so, you know, I will be moving around. So I start with like the back of my hair at the roots. So I'll be upside down and I diffuse like my roots, um, you know, just hovering the diffuser all around, uh, making sure the roots are dry. And then I like go back up and just like diffuse the top of my head. Um, if I want volume in one area, so like the left side of my hair, like I make sure I flip my hair over and diffuse that area, but not too long because I don't want my hair to stay in that position. I want it to be voluminous, but not be wacky. Um, so yeah, like a lot of movements. Um, and I don't touch my hair. Don't touch your hair when you're diffusing, guys. Do not use your hands. Like that is what makes it frizzy. And then finally, to uh, lock in the curl, I use a serum. So I use the Moroccan oil treatment serum. Uh, it just locks in the curl. It adds shine. So it's like the final touch. Um, love the serum. Highly recommend it. Moroccan oil just has like a really good line of products. Everything is really good. It's a little pricey, but it's worth it. 
And, you know, just like some other tips, like when you go to bed, wear a silk scarf, like I said, or a bonnet. Um, it helps to make sure your curl doesn't get all uh, messed up when you sleep and move around. Try to use kinkless hair elastics uh, or silk scrunchies if you have to tie your hair up. The kinkless hair elastics really help to, to make sure there's like no dents in your hair, if you know what I mean, and, and it also just not ruin the curl pattern. When you're just walking around the house or just laying on the couch, Put a, put a bonnet on to, to prevent yourself from ruining the curls because like just like, you know, laying on a pillow could mess it up. So I, I typically wear a bonnet around my condo. And then in the morning to revitalize my curls, like I just um, I spray water with leave in conditioner all around my hair and that just kind of like revitalizes them and then I take some serum in my hands and I just spread it around my hair I detangle any curls that may have gotten tangled while I sleep and uh environmentalists are gonna hate me right now but sometimes before I take my uh spray bottle with leave-in I turn the hot water on in my shower to create steam and I just let my hair hang in the shower to get the steam it just wakes up my curls it's it, it's great honestly it does a really good job instead of doing that if you have like a, a hair like a diffuser that just pumps out some steam that would work too it's probably more environmentally conscious but i just wanted to give you that tip and um you know when it comes to going to the hair salon is get a curly cut uh fun fact my first one was last year it wasn't at a curly hair salon but it was with a hairstylist somewhere who knew how to do a curly cut and she did it dry and layers are your best friend. So, you know, you don't want to look bottom heavy. So just layers are your best friend. Get it trimmed every 8 to 12 weeks. It helps your hair grow. Um, and it's great for getting rid of split, of dead ends, split ends. And the key is to have healthy hair, guys, right? You don't want long hair that looks dead. My hair grows really quickly, honestly. Like, like this past year, I've been getting it trimmed every eight to 12 weeks. And I'm just, I'm so compelled to trim more. Like I really want to tell them to like go away above my shoulders, but like I never do because, you know, I think like if I cut my hair way too short, uh, I'm just going to end up looking like an alpaca. So uh, yeah, it's really hard for me not to cut my hair really short because I know how quickly it grows, but uh, I don't do it. Honestly, I'm not a pro at curly hair. Every week I am learning something new from YouTube or Instagram or a friend. Like it's just so fun to me. I love being a learner. I love doing my hair. It just, it brings me a lot of joy and it's a large part of who I am. And that's why I wanted to share my journey and my routine because people had been asking and, um, it, it's really exciting and it feels good to kind of record this episode because I know people struggle with their curly hair or just need a new routine or just kind of want to know what I've been doing. So I felt like this was a great opportunity to share that. Now, if you know or if you have any tips for me, I would love to hear them. I love hearing new things um, and learning new things. If you have any questions for me, like I am accepting any questions. I am being both a teacher and a student, but I just, I hope this episode was really helpful to you. Um, if you're someone who doesn't have curly hair, I hope I taught you something today and you realize like a lot of effort goes into into doing curly hair. Like my hair takes three fucking hours and there are girls who take much longer than that. So, but girls keep doing it. Keep doing it because people notice it. People love curly hair. Don't let anyone tell you it's ugly, it's poofy. 
It's intimidating. I've gotten all of those things. Like, you have beautiful hair and everyone knows it. You just need to enhance the curl and now, and now you can. So I think I'm going to end this episode off. Thank you for listening to Busy Making Other Plans. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Give it a five-star rating. And uh, thanks, guys. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Scandalous.